Welcome to Jury Duty. I'm your host, Chris Terracone. Season 8 of Jury Duty explores the trial of Alex Murdoch, a member of one of the most powerful families in South Carolina, who is accused of murdering his son Paul and his wife Maggie, with the purpose of covering up a multitude of alleged crimes including fraud and homicide. In our last episode, we reviewed the in-camera testimony of Ronnie Crosby. We also presented Judge Clifton Newman's decision on whether evidence of Alex Murdoch's other crimes would be admitted in the trial. In this installment, the jury is welcomed back into the courtroom for the emotional and explosive testimony of Michelle Smith, the caretaker of the defendant's mother. That's all coming up right after the break. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It is the late morning of February 6th, 2023, day nine of the trial of Alex Murdoch. As we concluded our last episode, Judge Clifton Newman ruled that evidence of Alex Murdoch's other crimes could be admitted in this trial. As we begin today, the jury re-enters the courtroom for the testimony of Michelle Smith, who goes by the name Shelley. Ms. Smith appears to be in her 40s. She sports shoulder-length crochet curls. She wears a black blazer with a frilly velvet collar and a thickly beaded white necklace over a red turtleneck. John Metters handles the questioning for the prosecution. He begins by asking the witness some biographical questions, and Ms. Smith tells Metters that she was born in Hampton County and raised four children while she worked for the Hampton County School District. She also explains that she began working in home health care approximately 10 years ago after being introduced to the profession through her aunt, who is a licensed practical nurse. Metters next moves on to ask Ms. Smith how she came to start working for the Murdoch family. Can you tell this jury, Ms. Smith, how it came about that you started working for the Murdoch? It was a job opening. I think one of the caregivers um, mentioned it to me, and I said, yes, I'd be interested in going, and now that's how it started. One of the caregivers mentioned your name. Do you know who that was? Yes, yes sir. Okay. It's Barbara Mixon. It's Barbara Mixon? Yes, sir. So there's an opening, and your name got brought up. Yes. And can you tell uh, these folks when that was? When did you start working for um, the Murdoch family? It was October of 19, 2019. And what was your role as a caregiver specifically for the Murdoch? Mr. Libby, taking care of Ms. Libby. Ms. Libby. Was Mr. Randolph, I knew him as Solicitor Randolph uh, mm -hmm. Murdoch, but was Mr. Randolph, was he there living yes. when you started there? Yes, he has, yes. And then that's what we've referred to as Almeda? Yes, Almeda's, yes. Who was, what, what was your primary job as the caregiver? Were you, were you there to take care of uh, Solicitor or Mr. Randolph, or was your primary job for Miss Libby? Miss Libby. Did you also ever tend to Mr. Randolph? Yeah, every now and then. Mm -hmm. But your main focus was Miss Libby? Miss Libby, yes. From October 19th up to June 21st, Miss Smith, and I want to be very delicate in this question. I think something that affects everybody in the world, this jury there, but did Miss Libby's condition get worse? Yes. She's suffering from something that affects all our families, Alzheimer's? Yes. 
And that got worse from the time you started until June? Yes. <laughs> well, in June of 2021, how would you describe Miss Libby's condition? Alzheimer's, you know, couldn't remember anything at times. In your opinion as her hair caregiver, was she aware of what was going on around her? No, no. Metters next asks Ms. Smith about her activities in the weeks and days before the murders. I specifically, in June of 2021, Ms. Smith, or May, June of 21, tell these folks what your school schedule was and then your work schedule with the Murdochs. My school schedule was 7.20, I would leave home, be to school at 8 o'clock, and I leave there at 1.45. Go home, make my deposit at the bank, go home, rest, come back to work at a quarter to eight, had to be there at 8 p.m. that night. I would stay all night and leave a quarter to eight the next morning, leave there and go back to the school. So was that the shift you were working for the Murdoch's? Yes. Primarily? Yes. From 8 p.m. to 8 a.m.? Yes. Mm-hmm. When did you sleep after you went to school? Took little cat naps every night there. But would you go home after you made your deposit? Yes. You would rest? Yeah, that's for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And then did you have a change of clothes at the Murdoch's for when you went straight to school the next morning? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, ma'am, I'd like to take you to June 7th of 2021. If you'll go back there, if we can take them back in your mind and take this jury back there right now, please, ma'am. Um, were you working as a caregiver for Miss Libby Murdoch on June 7th of 2021? Yes. Now, had Mr. Randolph, again, I know Ms. Lister, but had, had Mr. Uh, Randolph's condition worsened? Was he there when you got there on June 7th? No, he was not. Okay. Do you know where he was? He was in the hospital. What time did you get to the uh, Miss Libby's residence and Mr. Randolph's residence on June 7th of 2021? Quarter to eight. Okay. And that's the time you were there? Yes. And you never laid, are you? No. Okay. And, where, and it was is somebody waiting to leave for you to get there? Yes. Okay. And this night, who was there? Ms. Harper mixing, I'm thinking. I can't remember. That was Harper. Can you tell tell us what Miss Libby, when you got there on June 7th of 2021, shortly before 8, where was Miss Libby? In the bed. And as a professional caregiver, and this was what time of night? 8 o'clock that night. If one of your patients that you're taking care of is in the bed resting, do you like to disturb them? No. If they're sleeping, do you want to wake them up? No. So when you got there, was Miss Libby in bed? She was in bed, yes. And do you get briefed by Miss Mixon on what happened during the day, or y'all exchange, say? You know, come in and, you know, change her, if she needs to be changed or whatever, like that. Make sure that she's dry. She's dry. It's okay, yes. So where's your desk? Or what's, your, what's your position when you're there, when you're in her room, Miss Libby's room? Yes. Okay. Where do you sit when you're in the room? I mean, what do you do to, to take care of her? In a, in a recliner. Have the recliner. Sit there. And uh, is there a TV in the room? Yes. And do you, is the TV usually on when you're there with Miss Libby in the evening? Or Yes. Okay. Was it on this night? It was on, yes. And do you remember what y'all were watching? Or what was on TV? Americans say it's a game show. John Matters then asks Ms. Smith about an encounter she had with the defendant on the night of the murders. At some point on the evening of June 7th of 2021, did you see Alex Murdoch? Yes. Do you remember what time it was, approximately? The game show was on, so it had to have been um, 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9.30, somewhere up in there. 8.30, 9.00, 9.30? Yes, somewhere up in there. Okay. Is it fair to say it was later in the evening? It was late in the evening, yes. And you had worked that schedule for that 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. shift for how long? Two years. Two years? Mm-hmm. Two years. Was it unusual to see Alex Murdoch at that residence that time of night? Yes, on my shift, yes. And that's the only shift you'd work? Yes. 
So the 8 p.m. to the 8 a.m. shift, it was unusual to see Alex Murdoch there visiting, correct? Correct, yes. Have you ever been over there before that time of night? I think different off and on. It all depends. When he got there, can you tell the jury um, what happened? He called the house and told me he was outside. He called the house? Mm -hmm. Yes. What, what phone did he call? And it's a terrible question. I mean, was it your phone, the house phone? The house not... phone. The house phone. And when you answered the house phone, uh, what did he say? He was outside and let him in. He was at the house? Yes. Right outside the house? Yes. Mm -hmm. And he called you? Yes. And he said, let me in? Mm -hmm. Yes. And after he called you, how long did it take you to go open the door to let him in? About five, about five minutes. So he was right there mm -hmm. at the house? Yes. You let him in? Of course, yes. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Having established that Alex Murdoch arrived at his mother's home sometime after 8pm on the night of the murders, Prosecutor Metters continues his direct examination of Ms. Shelley Smith by asking her what the defendant was wearing when she got to the house. Do you remember what he was wearing? Shorts okay. and a t-shirt. Do you remember what kind of shoes he had on? Those cloth, cloth shoes, like Sperry's, that type of material. Like Sperry's, that type of material, cloth shoes. Cloth shoes? Yeah, like cloth, yes. And you said something called Sperry's? Something like Sperry's, that, you know, that kind of, but it was cloth. Okay. That kind of, yeah. Wasn't boots? No, it wasn't boots, no. Are you familiar with tennis shoes? Yes. Was it tennis shoes? No, it wasn't tennis shoes. Cloth, Sperry type shoes? Yes. Did he have any socks on? No, no. Tell the ladies and gentlemen of the jury, um, um, could you describe Alex Murdoch's demeanor on June 7th when you were there with him and his mother Libby? This How was he acting? Fidgety, like fidgety, thinking. It's normal. Like he was fidgety. Like fidgety? Yes. Did he tell you why he was there? No, he just came to see his mother. Okay. Did he talk to his mother? Mm -hmm. She was asleep, yes. She was asleep? Mm -hmm. Okay. And what did he do? What did Alex Murdoch do when his mother was asleep? He came and stood in the bed. And we were asking well watching. I said, America says, I said, a game show. Did he say anything to his mama? He said, hey, mom, how you doing? You know, it came to check up on you. Yeah. Did he say why he came to check up on her? Because daddy was in the hospital, you know, called him Hansel. It was in the hospital. And in your opinion, as being there, her caregiver, did she even know that he was there? No. Yes. Defense attorney Jim Griffin objects, and Judge Newman quickly overrules the objection. The objection overruled. Prosecutor Metters repeats his inquiry whether the defendant's mother was aware of his presence, and the witness repeats her answer that the mother was not aware. Didn't know? No. Mother, no. How long did he stay in the room with y'all? I say y'all, for the record, you and Miss Libby, I apologize. 
about 15 to 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Was he moving around the room? No, he was laying on the bed. Did he have his phone with him? Yes. Was he looking at his phone? Yes, he was on his phone, yes. After that initial conversation, you said he said, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Did he have any other attempt to have any other conversation with this lady? No. Did he ever hold her hand? Yes, he did hold her hand. Did you talk like, to her? Yes, she was in the bed, yes. yes. And her condition then was what? She was, you know, sleep off and on, sleep. How long did he stay there? Jim Griffin again objects, this time stating that he believes the question has already been asked and answered. The objection again is overruled. 20 minutes, about 20 minutes. 20 minutes? What happened after that? He left. Your shift ended when? 8 o'clock the next morning. At some point after that, did you get a call from Miss Bateson? Yes. Did you learn what had happened at Mazelle? Yes. At some point after that, did you get a call from a family member? I'm, I really don't know who it was. But yes, you, yes. Do you remember who it was? Yes. Okay, who was it? It was Randy. Randy, Randy Murdoch. Randy Murdoch, yes. Alex Murdoch's brother. Yes. And as a result of that, what was uh, were you expecting people to come over after that? No. After that phone call, were you expecting people to come spend the night that yes. night? Yes. Okay. Who? Who was going to come over? Um, Randy told me um, John Marvin, Buster, and his girlfriend, and Alex. John Marvin, mm -hmm. Buster and his girlfriend, mm -hmm. and Alex. Yes. Okay. And did you, in fact, see them later on that night? Or oh, that morning, the next morning, I'm sorry. Did they come to Almeida after you got a call from Mr. Andy saying they were coming? Did they come? Yeah, they came, yes. And at some point later on that morning, did you see Alex Murdoch again? Did you see him again that morning? No. Did you ever come looking for glasses? That morning, that night, he was in there. He came with them glasses. He said he couldn't sleep. And Mr. Randolph or Solicitor Randolph died shortly, a couple of days after that? Yes. Now, you were working the 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. shift. Were you asked to work more after this to get the family through this? Yes. Were you asked to help more at the house? Yes. Okay. And were you happy to do that? Of course. And do you remember the day of uh, Mr. Randolph's funeral? I've been reading through all this stuff. It was a repast. A repast is would everybody come back after the funeral and eat? Everybody come back and eat? <laughs> yes. Um, well, after the funeral, did people come to Almeida? So like a visitation after a funeral? Yes. Okay. Did folks come over there then? Yes. And was the family there then? Yes. And during this um, repast, visitation, where were you? What, and I said, what was your job during that? Or what were you doing during the visitation? I was in the room with Miss Libby. Just back and forth. And sometime that afternoon, did you see Alex Murdoch? Yes. Okay. Tell the jury about that, please. He came in the room and speak that, you know, spoke like he always do. And, and what did he say? That he was sitting at the house. He was at the house. Say it again? He was at the house. During this part of her testimony, Ms. Smith becomes visibly and audibly emotional. Mr. Medders asks her to clarify exactly what Alex Murdoch told her about his whereabouts prior to arriving at his mother's home. And I'm not 100% following you. He was telling to you or saying to you that he was at the house? Mm-hmm. When? Um, the night of the murders. The, the night, night of the murder? Yes. What was he telling you about that he was at the house the night of the murder? That he'd been there 30 to 40 minutes. Did he ask you anything about that when he was talking to you? Yes. Did he indicate to you what he wanted you to do with that information? No. No. no what sir. did he say? He just said that he was at the house for 30 or 40 minutes. That's it. He said what? Was he there 30 or 40 minutes that night? Not to my recall. Why are you crying, Mr. Because he's a good, fam a good family, and I love working here, and I'm sorry all this happened. They're good people, you know. He wasn't there in no 30 or 40 minutes, was he? No. no. Jim Griffin again objects. 
This time, Judge Clifton Newman instructs Matters to not lead the witness. Can't lead the witness. Matters rephrases the question. Did that conversation upset you? So what? You upset right now? Yes. Did you call anybody about it? My brother. You called your brother after that conversation about Yes. To tell him about that conversation? Yes. And just to be clear, what was the statement he said about how long he was here? 30 to 40 minutes. But, but his phrase was, I was here, or you know I was, I was here 30 to 40 minutes. Not the pride, but I can't help it sometimes. What else is going on in your life right there? Just working, hours and hours. Were you going to get married? I was, I was planning on getting married. I was planning on to. And had Alex Murdoch mentioned anything to you about your upcoming nuptials? Yes. And when was that? The day after was, I'm thinking. The day after this? I think it was, after yes. The conversation yes. you said. Where were you? At the city, at the house. And uh, what did he say about your marriage, your upcoming potential marriage? I heard you was getting married. I said, yes. He said, if I could just let me know, because I know wedding's going to be expensive. I said, well, thank you. Wedding's going to be expensive? He said, wedding's going to be expensive. I said, well, thank you. Did he offer to help? Yes, he offered. He offered. That's the type of person, a good person. And have you ever mentioned the wedding to you before? No. Mm-hmm. Had you mentioned that to him before? No. Uh-uh. Hey, did he have a conversation, anything else about your job? Were you working at the school? Yes, at the school, yes. Did Mr. Murnau mention to you about your school and your position there? Yes. Tell him what he said, please. He said that, um, you know, if you need a position at school, you know, my good friend is there. I said, yeah, I know, working at the school, the principal. I believe you testified. You, did you help out more than just your regular shift the rest of this week? Yes. That week after the, yes. the murders and solicitor Murdoch's death. Were you working full time then trying to help? Yes. Was school out then? No. So were you still going to school and helping? Yes. John Metters moves on to ask Ms. Smith about another encounter she had with the defendant soon after the death of his father. And after Mr. Randolph's funeral, did you have an occasion to see um, Alex Murdoch early one morning? Yes. Do you know how long it was, how many days after the funeral with Mr. Murdoch? Three days, I think. Three days. Can you tell the, uh, ladies and gentlemen of this jury, um, what time it was in the morning that you saw Alex Murdoch? 6.30 that morning. Did he call you and tell you he was coming? No. You didn't? Had he called you on June 7th and told yes. you he was coming? Yes. And he was right outside the house? Yes. And this morning at 6.30, he did not call you? No. How did you know he was on the premises? He knocked on the, by the bedroom, yeah, the window. Knocked? Yes, on the wall. Well, did you hear him say anything after that? He said, my side. Had he ever been there at 6.30 in the morning before that? While you were working there? No, sir. Never? No. And tell the ladies and gentlemen of the jury what you observed that morning when you saw Alex Murrow. He came in the white, left in the white truck, came in the white truck. There's still funeral equipment in the yard? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like what? The tent was still there and the big old building, they, the, they put the food in, had out there. Like, oh, yeah. like a food truck? Yeah, food truck. Yes, the bell. Was that blocking your view, saw? Yes, So when you saw Alex Murdoch this morning at 6.30, what did he do after he knocked on the door? Did you let him in? Yes. Then what did he do? Came inside. And uh, was Miss Libby sleeping? Yes, she was still sleeping. Okay. Did he go check on Miss Libby? No, he didn't come in. He didn't go check on her? I can't remember. Well, what did he do then? He came inside. Did he have anything or was he holding anything? something in his hand, something blue. A blue something in his hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, can you show me how he was holding it? Like uh, this. Is it all right if I touch it? Yeah, this one. How, how was he doing it? 
like this. Holding something like this? Yes. Prosecutor Metters approaches Ms. Smith and has her show the court how Murdoch was holding the object. She demonstrates by holding both of her arms tight to her chest. Metters asks her about the object. What did it look like? Like a blue toy, like a toy. Blue? Blue. Okay. Was it vinyl? It's like a toy that you put on the car, you keep your car covered up. Big thing? Yeah, blue. Yeah. And was he holding it like this? He's holding it like this. Could you tell if there was anything in it or do you know? No, I couldn't tell. But not holding like this. Mm -hmm. Did he say anything when he walked in? No. What did he do when he walked in? Went upstairs. John Metters then brings several photographs to Ms. Smith and asks her to identify each of them. He testified Mr. Murdoch came into your uh, Alameda residence that morning. This is States 223. Do you recognize that? Yes. What is that? Upstairs, going upstairs. And is that where he went, Alex Murdoch, that morning? Yes. Carrying some blue thing? Mm hmm. This may be duplicate if it is, I'm sorry. That's 222. Same stairs, same house? Yes. States 413. What is this? That's the bedroom. Where in Almeida is this bedroom? First floor, second floor? First floor. Is, is this where Miss Libby stayed? No. Mm -hmm. And 412, is that the same? Yes, same bedroom, yes. I'll show you Mark, was Mark 411. Don't, don't call out the answer. This states 411 for identification at this point. Do you see the blue object in the center? Yes. Does that appear to look like the object you've described? Yes. You're saying yes? Yes. Is it blue? It's blue. Is it vinyl? Yes. That appears to be the same thing you saw the defendant holding um, just early morning hours when he came in the house. Is that correct? It looks so, yes. I don't know how to ask it except to ask it. Did you ever see that blue thing unfolded when you were that morning or you saw him carrying it? It was unfolded. Okay. Where did you see it? In the bedroom. And where in the bedroom? On the chair. Was that on one of these chairs in this? Yes. Okay, and I'm referring again to 412. You saw it on the chair? Yes. You ended up leaving at some point that day, right? Yes. When you came back the next day, was that there? No, it wasn't. It was gone? Yes, it was gone. After you went upstairs? Do you know what he did upstairs? No, I no. Did you actually see him leave the house after he went upstairs? Yes. Okay. Where did he go? Oh, I don't know. He just left outside and left. Okay. Did he say, hey, I'm leaving? Yes, I'm going, yes. Okay. And at that point, what did you think? Did you think he'd gone? I thought he left, yes. Okay. And with that, we bring to a close this episode of Jury Duty, the trial of Alex Murdoch. Please join us on our next installment as we continue our review of the testimony of Michelle Smith. Also, check out the Crime Story podcast, Night Raid, wherever you get your podcasts. And, if you would like to listen to these episodes early and ad-free, head over to our Jury Duty Crime Story Patreon page. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You can find more information about this trial on our Jury Duty Crime Story Patreon page or at crimestory.com. Jury Duty is created and produced by Carrie Antholis. It was co-produced, written, and edited by yours truly, Chris Terracone. Music for this episode was provided by Strike Audio. Trial audio is courtesy of Law & Crime Networks. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next episode of Jury Duty.